Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Tonight I want to minister a two-part mini-series entitled The Church. Somebody say The Church. Church, amen. I have a question for you. What is the church? Us, the body. What else is the church? What is the church? What, 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 what is the church? The body. What else? Where we assemble. Anything else? Legacy of Jesus Christ. Amen. We, we, we take forth. Amen. We're passing it down. What, 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 what's, what's the church? The bride. Amen. All, all those things are right. Everything you're saying is, is right. Amen. But we have to under, really understand what the church is. Well, Jesus himself said, uh, himself ordained the church and said in Matthew chapter 16, 18, upon this rock, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. Another translation says it like this, I will build my church in the gates of hell. The powers of hell will not, shall not, will never ever prevail. Hallelujah. Why? Because the church is built on a solid rock. Jesus Christ is that rock. He is that legacy. He is the rock that we build on. Amen. He is the solid rock. His work of salvation by dying on the cross for all of us. 1 Peter chapter 2, 4 to 6 says this. You are coming to Christ who is the living cornerstone of God's temple. He was rejected by people, but chosen by God for great honor. And you are the living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priests. Through the meditation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. As the scripture says, I am placing a cornerstone in Jerusalem Chosen for great honor, and anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Hallelujah. That's us. Somebody said, that's me. I'm all. See, the church, it's, uh, it's like having faith just like Peter. Come on. That Peter had, amen, is the foundation, amen, uh, that Jesus Christ is, 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 is uh, as what we need to stand on, amen. He is the rock, amen. He is the rock of Christ's kingdom, amen. The church is a divine creation in God's unique possession. It refers to the church of God, the household of God where where God inhabits, which means a place of settle, uh, a settle uh, residence. When we gather, God takes residence inside here amen he he makes this where god inhabits he he settles amen he he places residence amen uh, the new testament is all about jesus come on it's all about jesus salvation is about salvation is about establishing the church establishing <laughs> did you catch that amen <laughs> I, <laughs> 
just like did. Amen. Hallelujah. The Latino comes out. Amen. Hallelujah. But establishing, there it goes again. <laughs> establishing his church. Amen. Come on. So this is what all about. Amen. It's, it's all about Jesus. You go, New Testament is all about Jesus. Amen. It's all about the church being established. Amen. The book of Acts is a story of church planning. God's purpose is to be carried out through the church. The purposes of the kingdom are through the church. It doesn't go anywhere else. No, no other part of government will take this out. It only comes through the church. In Romans chapter 16, 3 to 5 says, Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila, my co-workers in the ministry of Jesus Christ. In fact, they risked their lives for me, and I am thankful for them and also to all the Gentile churches. Also give my greeting to the church that meets in their home. My dear, uh, greet my dear friends. I ain't going to pronounce that, that, that name there. But he was the first person in the province of Asia to become a follower of Christ. Hallelujah. See, Paul sent greeting to the church, uh, to the home of Priscilla and Aquila. Amen. The book of Acts is all about the churches. And the spiritual explosion that took place from town to town and from nation to nation. The Mama Church. The original Mama Church. This is where we came out of church. This is our Mama Church right here. This is where it all started right here. And this is where the church was established. Everything that God is doing in the earth today comes through the church. Somebody say the church. And that is why it's so important to be part of it. So important to be part of the church. To come and assemble in the church. Not just online. Come on, somebody. Come on, that, that's not being part of the church. You, you're, you're following it, but you got to be part of the body. About coming together, amen. That's why it's so important for us to come together. And I want to look at seven views of the church tonight. And we're going to look at four of them tonight and the other three next week, amen. To fully understand who we are as a church, amen. Everything that you said before is all true. It's the body. It's we are the church. And everything else is what it is. But we need to fully understand what it is we are as a church. Amen. First, number one, the assembled church. All right. Hebrews chapter 2, 12 says this, For God, for he said to God, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will praise you among or in the midst of your assembled people. Right here, the, the writer of Hebrews, amen, is talking about singing praises in the church, just like we were doing a little while ago, right? Come on, we come together and we sing praises to God. Right here, he's talking about the importance of worship service that we need to be part of, that we need to participate, that we need to be involved, amen. Worship is something that should not be missed. Come on. It should not be missed when we're assembled. It should not be, uh, we should not be outside uh, finishing our coffee while worship's going on. Come on, uh, come on, worship is not a time, amen, that you know what, for the latecomers. Come on, it's not just a, an intermission, amen, to make the latecomers come in, amen, that it can be part of the service. No, how many know that church starts when worship starts? 
Come on, we need to be part of that, amen. It's not talking outside. It's not, it's not just not being involved, amen. We need to be part of the church, amen, to, to be praised and singing praises among or in the midst of the assembled people. Hebrews chapter 10, 25, it says, Let us not neglect our meeting or our assembling together, as some people do, but be encouraged or be encouraged one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Let me tell you, this is not the time to be on Facebook Live or watching from Facebook Live when you can be in the church. It's not, it's not time to jump around from service to service online. Come on, somebody. We need to be part of the church. We need to be assembled, amen. God speaks to the body. He speaks to the church. And I'm not saying you, you, you can't get, get, uh, hear from God over air or anything, but you need to be part of. We need to assemble, amen. Uh, you know, that, that is a great way now that this is open, that we can reach other people, amen, or people that cannot make their way physically, amen, they're sick or whatever it is. What a great opportunity that they don't miss church, amen, uh, or they don't have to come to church sick. Come on, somebody, like we used to, amen. We come coughing and snowing and boogers running out, amen. We didn't want to miss church. Come on now, amen. We don't want to come back. And we need to be part of, and the, and the Bible says that we need to assemble, not neglect, amen, because right now we got to understand one of the important principles is being assembled. The full intention of the church will not be realized, listen, until we are an assembled church. God is giving out assignments. God is speaking to the body, and it comes through the local church. It's not when we're at, alone in our homes. It's not when we're listening to a sermon on PCLV Real Faith Radio. Come on, or watching it on Facebook Live. And I'm not picking on you guys out there, amen. But it's, the thing really comes when we still really understand what's going on is when we are in general assembly of a church service. God calls his people out of the world, right? We are replants, Remember? Come on, we are replanted. We, we come out of the world, amen, and God plants us inside his house to come together in the church. People who are not part of the local church need to seek God's direction, listen, and find one which they can serve in. The Bible says do not forsake the assembly of God's people. Amen? So the first thing is the assemble church. The second is the dignity of the church. The definition of dignity is this, to, to state of being worthy, honored, high rank, office, or position. Ephesians chapter 5, 25 to 26 says this, Husbands, love your wives as what? Christ loved the church, and he gave himself to make it belong to God. God used the word, remember? He's a man of his word. He used the word, hallelujah, to make the church clean by washing it with water. How many know that God loves his church? He loves his church, amen. And so if he loves his church, he means that he loves who? You. He loves you, amen. But we must place high value, honor, and respect for her, speaking of the church or the bride, amen. God has invested dignity, 
upon the church. Ephesians chapter 3, 10 to 11 says this, His intent was that now through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his, his eternal purpose that he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. The church is where mercy, love, and power of God is displayed. We must, say I must, we must place dignity upon the church. How do we do that? For starters, show up. Come on, somebody. Show up, amen. Show up, pray up, fess up, serve, and make yourself available to the church. 1 Timothy chapter 3, 14 to 15 says this, I am writing these things to you now, even though I hope to be with you soon, so that I may, so if I delay, you will know how people must conduct themselves in the household of God. This church of the living God, which is the pillar and the foundation of the truth. When we come to God's house, how many know that we need to act right? Tell your neighbor, act right. Come on, we need to act right, amen. We need to conduct ourselves as disciples, as Christians in God's house. Come on, we shouldn't be playing around, horse playing, talking, talking foolishness in the house. Amen. Come on, there has to be dignity. Come on, we got to know who we belong to. Be, be the child of the king. Come on, be that son, be that daughter, amen. Represent him right, amen. Remember, you're no longer of the world, amen. God pulled you out, just like our, our thing says, I declare the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, into his church. He brought you in from the fields of sin. Come on, somebody. Come on, we were lost, busted, disgusted, amen. Uh, come on, we were tore up from the floor up, amen. Uh, and come on, God brought us into his kingdom uh, that we can be kingdom people, amen. Uh, that we don't have to act like that anymore, amen. Come on, that we can be, we're part of royalty. He calls us priest. We have to conduct ourselves right, amen. Because this is the church of the living God. This is not a this is not a this is not a nightclub. This is this is not a, a YMCA. Come on, this is not just a place that we're just meeting and going home, amen. This is the place that we conduct ourselves as part of being the house of God. That we are disciples of Jesus. And we must act in not only here, but the church is outside. Wherever we go, we're the church. Come on, you don't just put on your, your, your good behavior, right, when you walk in the door, you know? And then we go back outside and we start cussing again. And we start doing our things again. That, that, that is not a, a, the conduct or, or what we should be doing. If we're going to place dignity upon the church, amen, then we need to be dignified. Tell your neighbor, be dignified. Come on, we, we need to be dignified, amen. We need to act right, church. It is a, the church is the pillar and the foundation of truth. Amen? Praise the Lord. The assembled church, the dignity of the church. Number three, the supernatural church. Come on, somebody. 
Mark chapter 16, 17, and 18 says, And these signs will accompany those who believe that in my name, somebody say in his name, in his name, I will, we will drive out demons, we will speak in new tongues, we will pick up snakes with their hands, we will drink deadly poison, and it will not hurt them at all. They will place hands on the sick, and they shall get what? Well. Come on, if he said it, come on, if he said it, if we said it, we believe it. You got to believe it. Amen. These are the signs that accompany those who believe. That's talking to you. If you're believers in this place, amen, you can cast out demons. You can speak in tongues. Amen. You can do things that will not harm you. Amen. You can place hands on the sick. Come on. If our brothers and sisters are sick in this place, amen, let's pray for them and believe that God can heal them. Well, let's not cross our fingers and say, oh, I hope it all goes well. Good luck. We can't, we can't just say, well, I don't know, bro. We'll, we'll see. Let me know. No, you're going to be well. You're going to get a good report. The, the Bible says that we're believers, that these signs accompany those believers. Come on, if you have faith, amen, he says you can move mountains. Come on, if we have faith, we can do all things through Christ, amen. All things are possible through God. If he said it, then we can believe it, church. We have to be the church, amen. What's lacking in the church today is the supernatural. It's not involved in the church, amen. We come, we talk about it, but we don't believe it. We don't act on it, amen. So what happens? No signs and wonders. Nothing happens in the church because of lack of unbelief, a lack of unbelief believers in, in the house today, amen. They don't believe that God can heal them. They don't believe that God can set them free, amen. They don't believe that God can open their blind eyes and all these things. This will accompany those who believe, church. Come on, we need the supernatural. Once again, that is what the church is all about. The book of Acts is nothing but acts and wonders of God through the local church. Listen, church. If we as a church don't contend for the supernatural, if we don't contend to see a move of God, we will be part of the church that's a, a list of churches that are called dead. A church that will have a form of godliness, but denying its power. Come on, 2 Timothy 3.1 says, but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. I don't know if you, these are terrible times, church. I don't know about you, but we're in the last days, amen. Uh, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And verse 5 says, have nothing to do with such people. That if you're going to a dead church, you need to get out of there. And you need to find a church, amen, that has supernatural. You need to find a church, amen, that has signs and wonders that follow them, amen. Come on, we need to contend that. I don't know about you, but last year, God deposited something supernatural in this house, amen. And we need to activate it, amen. And we need to believe and we need to stand because if he said it, I believe it, amen, that God can do the wonders right here. We can see the supernatural. We can see the, the dead rise. We can see blinded eyes, amen. Come on, we should we should be people bringing them up, man, limping, and they'd be walking out. Signs and wonders will follow those 
Matthew 16, 19 says this, I will give you the keys, listen, of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. When the church is alive, the church becomes unstoppable. We can start to declare victory. Why? Because Jesus, somebody say Jesus. Jesus is in the midst. Come on, we're, we're not the ones that are doing all the supernatural signs. Jesus is in the mix. But if we have faith and you believe, he'll work through you. How many want to be used by God? Come on, it doesn't matter who you are. Paul and all these guys were ordinary guys. Peter was just a fisherman. God can use you. All you got to do is believe. And if he said it, I believe it. Why? Because God's a man of his word. He's not a liar. He's a truth. The whole truth. Nothing but the truth. God, do you want to use me? Use me. You got to be available. You got to be part of. He can't find you in your living room when you're not assembled. Come on. You can't stay there. You need to come out. You need to be part of in order for God to use you. Can somebody say amen? He's in the midst, guys. And when he's in the midst, let me tell you, things happen. <laughs> come on. When he's in the midst and we gather... Things happen. What, what he says? With two or three are gathered in what? In my name? What? Boom. He's in the midst. He does things. All it takes a couple of three believers, amen, together. Boom. They can shake this world. We, come on. Started with 12 fishermen. They're still going around the world today. That's <laughs> how powerful it is when you gather as believers. And the enemy comes and tries to... Stop that. The enemy tries to bring in doubt. The enemy tries to, oh, that's what his tactic has been throughout the years, amen, throughout the generation, uh, is to place doubt and lies inside of you. That stops the motion of the supernatural. We as a church need to bring, bring that back. We need to be the supernatural church in these last days. Can somebody say amen? When the church steps into the supernatural, signs and wonders follow. Says so it accompanies them. They hang out together. It's part of. People get saved. People get healed. People get delivered. Come on, chains fall off. People get their breakthrough. Come on, when they, when when you're together and believers, God can do the miracles. We need somebody say, I need the supernatural. Come on, I'm tired of waiting. On, on so so. I'm tired of waiting on the government. I'm trying to wait on my doctor. Amen. You know what? I'm just going to go to the main source. He's going to do it. Amen. God, you heal me. God, you deliver me. You do it because your word said it. I believe it. I want the supernatural. I want to be part of a church that believes in the supernatural. I want to be along among people that are believers that believe in the supernatural. Fourth, what's number one? 
Number two. Number three. Number four. Indignous. Indigenous. <laughs> Indignous. Indigenous. I'm using this word here because it means an environment that is producing, growing, and living. That is what that word means, amen. And that's what we as a church need to be. In Genesis chapter 1, 11 says, Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and, and, and trees on the land that bear fruit with seeds in it, according to the various kinds, and it was so. If he said it, we believe it. Whatever he says goes into motion, church. Whatever he says comes to pass. Whatever he says he'll do, he'll do. When he says it, it goes forth and it does it. It doesn't come back void. It goes back and it accomplishes what God wants to do. Amen. So when he speaks it, things come alive. So this, we got to understand that this is the church that he wants, amen, for us to be, amen, that is a, is a producing, that is growing, that's living, amen. Come on, everything that God created has life in itself. The church multiplies after its own kind. The seed in the soil of the churches that grows, amen, brings maturity and later bears fruit and releases leadership. Titus chapter 1 verse 5 says this, The reason I left you in creed was that you might put in order what was unfinished and appoint leaders or elders in every town as I directed you. Where was Titus trying to find these leaders? When he went, where was he trying to find them? In the church. He went to the church, amen, to find these elders, these leaders. Acts chapter 6, verse 3 says, And so, brothers, select seven men who will be well-respected, full of the Spirit and wisdom, and I will give them this responsibility. God is looking for men and women. God is looking for someone that will be part of the movement of God, especially in these last days. I say, you know, who will take my word? Who will speak my truth? Who will lay hands on the sick? Who, will, who can I use, amen, to work my miraculous signs and wonders? Who will stand and believe that I can do things through them? The local church should be producing leaders. Leaders that will go into the government, leaders that will show how the what we need to do and speak, amen, the truth out there. The local church is to be self-governing. Now, now this does not does not mean independent, but able to govern and solve its own problems. We as a church need to do that. So number one is what? Number two, number three, and number four. Indigenous. Just know that you got to. We got to grow, and we need to be living. Come on, there are a lot of dirt, dead churches out there that don't have the spirit of God inside them. They're speaking a good word, but there's no power. They got a good look, but there's no power. 
We need a church that has power. We need a church that still believes in the altar. That people can give their lives and know that they, if they make their step to the altar and they surrender to God, that God can take away those things and change their lives. Come on, we're living testimonies of that. And we got to believe that God can still break any chain, break anything of, of, of bondage within our lives. We can't just come into the church and think, well, he can never set me free from this or that or that. Or it's all a lie. Because if he said it, you got to believe it. When I came to the church, amen, I, he came, he told me. He told me when I tried to bargain with him, try to say, you know what, can I do this still? Can I do that? No, he goes, no, believe me and I'll set you free. Trust in me and I'll put it together. That's all I need. And I said, well, God, I believe that you can do that. So, yes, I'm going to surrender. And it just happened. Changes broke off. Miracle. That's a supernatural thing that took place in my life. My, my, my wife can vouch to that for a man that was bound by alcohol and drugs, amen, to be one day like that and the next day set free. Come on, somebody. No have to go to AA, AA, triple A, all those A's, amen, hallelujah. It was just, I just needed A, I just needed God, eh? <laughs> I just needed God. I just needed to believe that God can set me free. I just needed a God that he can set me free and take away the urges and put in his spirit inside of me, put in his spirit of power inside of me, amen, that I can believe it, I can trust it, amen, and God, I'm going to believe in you, I'm going to trust in you, amen, and the Holy Spirit's going to help you. Your best friend. He's my best friend. That Holy Spirit's always talking to me. Boy, don't be doing that. Better not say that. He already knows what you're going to say. He's like, don't say it. Okay. <laughs> Bite our tongues. Amen. I, I thank God for the Holy Spirit. I, 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 I'm so grateful that when he left, he says, I'm not going to leave you as orphans, but what? I'm going to send you a friend. I'm going to send you a comforter. He's going to be your buddy. He's going to be there in your hard times. He's going to show you the truth. He's going to give you wisdom. He's going to do all this stuff and try to keep you out of trouble. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit. But then there's times that we don't listen to our friend. Come on, somebody. We need to be this church in these last days. A church that's assembled. A church that's dignified. A church that believes in the supernatural. And the supernatural is an effect in the church. And to be this church that continues to grow and live. Amen. Let's understand the importance of the church. And let's apply these principles or these views of the church and become part of what God is doing here on this earth today. Amen.